Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, November 13th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, if if you are a patron of the Patreon variety, you have the opportunity to hear this before I get on a plane and head to New York. If you are not a Patreon patron, you will not hear this episode until I am either leaving on a jet plane north to LaGuardia Airport or after I've already landed. So uh, normally I would say it's better to be a Patreon uh, subscriber, but, you know, it's a little extra special if you know you're hearing this while I'm either in New York or on the way, I think. Like sands through the hourglass. These are the days of our lives. You're talking to a soap opera person here, James. (laughs) And so what's happening with days? I don't know. I don't watch days. I watch General Hospital. Ah, I only see. watch the good ones. Oh, that's harsh. They canceled my. They canceled my other programs. They canceled all my children in one life to live. But we won't get into that. I don't so much think of it that they've canceled them as much as Chandra's brought them to prime time. No, they've canceled them because you don't get rid of decades of stories and then just think a new soapy kind of thing in prime time is the same thing. It's not the same. Any so, real soap opera fan would know that, James. So there's this uh, rumor going around that Days of Our Lives is canceled. I wouldn't know. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I really, I literally don't watch any soap other than General Hospital. I'm sure it's devastating for people because I've been there. But yeah, you've been there. You feel their pain. You feel. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's not feeling pain? Um. You could either be people who have uh, subscribed at patreon.com slash Broadway Radio or Ben McKenzie. I'm not sure which way you're going here. Oh, you know what? Ben McKenzie is a patron, is a patron so uh, we'll have both of them. So okay. Star, star Ben McKenzie will make his Broadway debut in Grand Horizons. Yes. First up, Ben's, Ben McKenzie, who has been on the TV shows The O.C., Southland, and played Detective James Gordon before he became Commissioner Gordon on the Fox series Gotham, will make his Broadway debut in Bess Wall's upcoming Grand Horizons. McKenzie completes the cast that had already been announced, including Jane Alexander, James Cromwell, Priscilla Lopez, Malik Pencali, Ashley Park, and Michael Yuri. When we talked about this show when it had its out-of-town tryout, this would be the role that Thomas Sadowski played. Huh? The second stage production will begin its 10-week engagement at the Helen Hayes Theater beginning on December 23rd. Lee Silverman directs. James, yes. do you know, do you, first off, do you know who Ben McKenzie is? No idea, other than him being a patron. He's, he's probably not a patron. Um, his uncle is currently represented on Broadway. His uncle is a Pulitzer Prize winner. His uncle has been a guest on Broadway radio. Any guesses? Oh, man. Uh... And we actually talked about Ben McKenzie, or I talked with Ben or with his uncle about Ben McKenzie and maybe them working together at some point. Derek Jacoby. Uh, no, his his... His uncle is playwright Pulitzer Prize winner Robert Schenken, oh, who is currently represented no with the Great Society, uh, and he won the Pulitzer Prize for All the Way. So uh, very good. He's uh, basically been a a television series lead for the past 16 years straight on a handful of shows. So he's finally getting back to his theatrical roots by making his Broadway debut, playing the husband of the very pregnant Ashley Park in Grand Horizons. 
beginning December 23rd. Was it you and I talk about this or was it uh, was it Ashley and I that talked about don't, this? I don't know. Refresh my memory of what was, was discussed. Like, Why well, start December 23rd? You, 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 it's, it gives you no flow, no pattern. All You start December 23rd, then you have the... Yeah, the twenty fourth and the twenty fifth and twenty sixth, and usually a break there, and yeah, and you gotta start over again. Just start on the twenty seventh. But yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you have it's a subscription house. Um, uh, Grand Horizon is, is coming into the haze. Uh, you know, about five ish, six ish weeks after the closing of Linda Vista this past Sunday. So I would imagine that, you know, it's it's trying to fit things into everybody's schedule, especially when you have some, you know, TV stars in there. It's not easy to program a house, especially when you're trying to make everybody's schedules work both logistically and, you know, big star Lee. You know, because, you know, people like Scott Rudin, they, they take into account everybody's schedule, right? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, if you mean by everybody, if you mean by everybody, him, he takes account. Yeah, his, that's not true. I mean, Hugh Jackman, he takes account into his schedule. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. So uh, next up, casting is complete for Broadway premiere of A Soldier's Play. Yeah, James, another show yesterday announced its complete casting, and that was the upcoming Broadway premiere of A Soldier's Play starring David Allen Greer and Blair Underwood, stage vets Jerry O'Connell, Billy Eugene Jones, Jared Grimes, and Lee Aaron Rosen will join the previously announced stars. And making their Broadway debuts are former three-time NFL All-Pro and Kerry Washington's husband, Namdi Asamoah, who's made his off-Broadway debut last year, Rob Demery, Nate Mann, Warner Miller, J. Alphonse Nicholson, and McKinley Belkert III. The play, written by Charles Fuller, follows a tenuous investigator who must race against his white leadership to unravel who murdered a black sergeant on a Louisiana Air Army base. Tony winner Kenny Leon directs the Pulitzer Prize-winning play, and performances are set to begin on December 27th at the American Airlines Theater, ahead of an official opening on January 21st, 2020. Now, James, uh, Jerry O'Connell, um, it's always crazy to me that he has so many Broadway credits, because I don't think of him as being a, a super serious actor, but he's uh, has collected a lot of Broadway credits over the years, or at least a number of them. But Namdi Asamoah, you know, being an Ohio State alum and Ohio State football fanatic, I'm always proud of the acting career of one Eddie George. He does a ton of theater in Nashville where he uh, he lives. He played his most of his NFL career for the Tennessee Titans. He came to Broadway in Chicago uh, a few years ago. But I mean, Namdi Asamoah is like coming in and like doing like serious heavy plays in New York. I, I'm I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, uh, this is uh, uh, he he's not in uh, something that you know may have been playing God in a couple of off-Broadway plays, um, you know, a few, <laughs> few weeks back. I mean, this is a soldier's no, play. No, got... Hold on, hold on. It was not a few weeks back. It was a few week back because there was only one week. <laughs> it, I know that's not how grammar works, but. So. Yeah, but, you know, the plurals aside, I mean, <laughs> I mean, David Allen Greer, Blair Underwood. I mean, Jerry it's O'Connell. I mean, this is, you are on stage with some serious serious talent there that that's this is awesome that's great yeah and he could run through and over all of them if he so chose yeah i mean uh i i i think brantley might finally be afraid of somebody 
you know, he, <laughs> I mean, Brantley, I got to give him a good review. He'd take him out. Seriously. Know? Seriously. So, Namdi Asamoah, what what position did he play? Uh, I believe he was a defensive back. Let me. Uh... So D back. So you know he. Oh yeah, he was a corner. He was a corner. He played most of his career for the uh, Oakland Raiders, then played for the Eagles and the Niners a little bit. But yeah. Oh, all fine, upstanding young men on those teams. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, we have. Uh... Great news here. The Drama Bookshop will reopen in March 2020. Yeah, James, it's actually the biggest news. The, you know, the biggest news, in my opinion, came not from Broadway, but a couple blocks over as we finally received an update on the future of the now Lin-Manuel Miranda-owned Drama Bookshop. As you certainly remember, the theater district staple shut its doors early this year, having occupied its home on 40th Street for nearly 20 years. Shortly thereafter, it was announced that Hamilton composer, Hamilton director, Hamilton producer Jeffrey Seller, as well as theater owner James L. Niederlander, would be purchasing the store and its archives and and all of the books and materials that it still had and they would be uh they would all be working together with guidance from the mayor's office of media and entertainment in a new york times article that was published on tuesday we finally got the details and that is that the shop will open again in march of next year at a new location 266 west 39th street one block away from its previous home and additionally they're bringing on another hamilton team member to help with the relaunch set designer david corins will be working on molding the new space after European cafes and reading rooms, and the new venue will feature a coffee shop, a basement room for readings and classes, and as its centerpiece, a large spiral structure inspired by dramatic literature. I don't know what that means, James, but if David Corns is doing uh, doing it, I am sure that it will be brilliant. Three turntables within each other that have asymmetric spin. Sure. Or, or two turntables and a microphone. Ah, where where it's at. That's right. <laughs> Man, the, the Venn diagrams on these two references are yeah, very limited uh, here. That is that is pretty pretty narrow. Uh, you don't even get to draw the shade in in the overlap there. No, it's yeah. it's it's not many, but that's okay. You know, there's there's only so many people who can appreciate Hamilton references as well as references to Beck. <laughs> I would. Speaking of Beck, what do we have in our recommendation section? Beck is not one of them. <laughs> uh, that would be Nickelback? great if it was. No, no, God, no. No, instead, we're going to start with Soleil Pfeiffer, who is getting ready to start her gala performances as Evita at the New York City Center tonight. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, she stopped by Broadway.com and performed the most unnecessary song in the entire show of Evita because it wasn't actually in the show of Evita. It was the one written for the movie and then interpolated into the stage production, You Must Love Me. Oh. Despite the fact that the song is completely unnecessary, Soleil Fiverr is phenomenal. And they're starting to trickle out some photos from the invited dress. I'm starting to see some. And the production looks fantastic. Soleil looks gorgeous as uh, as Ava. Uh, Sammy Canold is the director uh, of this, and she's a former Broadway radio guest as well. I'm very excited to see what she comes up with. I'm seeing this with our friend Alan Henry uh, on Thursday night, so very excited. The next recommendation, James, you actually sent over, um, and the, the great and the good Brian Darcy James made a special appearance on last week with John Oliver uh, doing a 
I don't even know how to describe this. A very not safe for work HBO yeah. only uh, music song, uh, basically going after a a. Uh, uh, I don't even know who it is, James. You you watched this video. What other details can you tell me? All I saw was Brian Darcy James talking about certain body parts that I would not want to discuss in mixed company. <laughs> so uh, John Oliver's last week tonight. They ha- a couple of years ago. He did a uh, piece on uh, a guy who owns and who owns the largest privately owned coal company in America, uh, coal mining company in America, and 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 all the crazy stuff that has happened there. And um, John Oliver covered it about two years ago, and then this guy sued John Oliver and HBO and everything, and uh, lost all his suits. And finally, the last part of it was dismissed. And John Oliver went after him. <laughs> and so they had this big, huge musical number where they said a lot of bad words. And um, and uh, two-thirds of the way through, uh, this guy comes out. He starts yelling, stop, stop, stop. You have to stop. I'm a lawyer for HBO. And it was Brian Darcy James, and he does a soft shoe routine and Ooh. finishes up the song. It's hysterically funny. Yeah. It's very, very. Fun. There's also a a barbershop quartet made out of yeah. people in squirrel costumes. Yes, uh, yeah. It's... And they did a they they did um in in Duffy Square they did a a, a chorus line type of kick kick line mm-hmm. routine in uh, in Duffy Square, and so it's uh I, I was trying to isolate and see if I recognized any of the performers, but I'm I did so not bad at that. I'm so bad at recognizing people's faces. It's terrible. I've got that yeah. face disease where I recognize voices. I, I yeah, can well, tell a voice, but I can't tell a face. Well, this next one, you will definitely recognize this last recommendation's voice because yes. it is the indomitable Patrick Page at Ben Cameron's Broadway sessions at the Lori Beachman Theater <laughs> um, from, from last month. <laughs> Patrick Page, uh, you know, you think of him as being this you know, this stoic, you know, pillar of the theatrical community doing all these classics that he's done with that voice. And what he did at Broadway Sessions is he delivered a dramatic reading of the musical theater classic popular from Wicked. And uh, this happened shortly before Halloween. And I'll tell you, it was a little scary. It was spooky. Uh, as only as only Patrick Page can do it, but it was fantastic. So between BDJ and Patrick Page, the, lots of musical theater funny stuff to uh, to get you through your hump day today. Oh, the three great recommendations there. Check them out. I, and of course the uh, the Brian Darcy James one. Don't don't really watch at work unless you have headphones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not in front of the kids either. Yeah, exactly. What I, what do we have in other news? All right, we got three stories I'll run through really quickly. First up, the McKeetrick Hotel, the home of Sleep No More. See, I remember the name there. Will next present a special six-week engagement of the long-running West End thriller The Woman in Black, which has been running in London for three decades. Adapted by Stephen Molitrat from the novel by Susan Hill, The Woman in Black follows a young lawyer who happens in a small town with a dark secret. Original director Robin Herford will return to helm this production, which will be a remount of its original site-specific staging that hasn't been used since 1987. So that's always exciting. 
Also on Tuesday, the Park Avenue Armory announced their 2020 season, which will feature Deep Blue Sea by director and choreographer Bill T. Jones, modern interpretations of Hamlet and Oresta, uh, Orestia, sorry, mispronounced that, uh, Orestia and Rep from director Robert Icke and more. We will have the complete schedule in the show notes, and that features music, dance, um, art installations, all that kind of stuff that the Armory normally does. And finally, on Thursday, November 21st, Master Voices will begin its 2019-2020 season at Carnegie Hall with a concert staging of the Gershwins' Let Em Eat Cake. The show will star Bryce Pinkham and Kevin Chamberlain, who seem to do all of these types of things, whether it's encores or Master Voices, as well as Michaela Bennett, Chuck Cooper, Christopher Fitzgerald, Fred Applegate, David Pitu, and more. We will have ticket information for that show in the show notes, James. Oh my God, Matt, you got to go. Your plane's leaving. Get us out of here. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening <laughs> to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Catch me leaving for the airport at 4 a.m. Eastern time. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Wednesday with us, hump day. And uh, unless you're a Patreon listener, you've got a Tuesday night. And uh, I think Ashley and I are going to be trying to take over some uh, some of the duties this week while Matt is in New York. Matt, I will see you when you get here. Yes, sir. And I will uh, be trying to drop in some episodes in the Patreon feed uh, of updates and reviews of things that have happened and that I've seen. So uh, check that out. Maybe I'll drop one on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, uh, giving you an update of all the shows that I'm going to see. But make sure you follow me for all of the uh updates i'll be seeing a bunch of broadway radio friends while i am there so i'll make sure to post pictures and updates too 